clearing up some myths surrounding EVs. That's our destination. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us is Director of Product at GM Energy, Derek Sequera. Hi, Derek. Hey, Fred. Thanks for having me this morning. Great to see you. And uh, what are some of the things standing in the way of faster electric vehicle adoption? Uh, there are lots of myths out there. And uh, Derek, one of them is that EVs are actually worse for the environment than internal combustion engine vehicles. Want to bust that myth for us? <laughs> yeah, Fred, we get this one a lot, right? It's it's all over social media and various uh, uh, probably not so reputable outlets where the comparisons that are being made just don't really have any basis. If you take an electric vehicle, the moment you drive that off a dealer's lot, you are already helping the environment. And the main reason is because it's not emitting tailpipe emissions. With our internal combustion engine vehicles, you're going to continuously be emitting those tailpipe emissions for the life of the vehicle. Yes, we have heard the other myth that there is a more, uh, I'd say, carbon-intense supply chain to be able to produce these electric vehicles. Well, that's actually very minimal in comparison to the amount of tailpipe emissions that you are, will be saving on in the future by driving an electric vehicle. So for us, we wanna make sure that a customer is fully understanding the value in getting an electric vehicle and being able to have that sustainable solution to lower their carbon footprint. What about those who say, well, the electricity to charge the vehicle has to come from somewhere and you might be burning coal to charge your electric vehicle? Yeah, so we know that there is a very diverse supply of energy generation across the United States. Anything from burning coal to natural gas, moving over to nuclear, hydro, wind and solar. What we're starting to see now is more and more states and utilities are starting to adopt more of these renewable solutions, putting more effort into generating through wind or solar. And some of the utilities are even taking that a step further where they're offering programs for you to charge your electric vehicle when the grid is more green. So they know that the grid may be operating during certain parts of the day where there's excess solar capacity, and then they'll incentivize you to charge your EV during those times. Interesting. And of course, if you have solar panels at home and, and the right setup, I guess you could be charging your vehicle primarily from the sun, right? Well, 100%. So here at GM Energy, we're very shortly going to be getting into the home virtual power plant, starting with our new Silverado RST truck. At GM Energy, we've got an entire home ecosystem of products that can not only charge your vehicle, but will now have the ability to take power out of your vehicle via bi-directional charging. So with the bi-directional charger and the proper accessories, you'll have the ability to pull energy out of the vehicle as well. And you can couple that with solar if you're looking for energy independence within your home. Exciting times. So another myth is that uh, these aren't very practical. You can't go all that far in a charge. Charging can take a long time. It's just a pain in the neck compared to pulling up to a gas pump. So what's the answer? Yeah, so, you know, at a certain time, maybe a few years ago, maybe maybe that was the problem because 
there weren't that many options out there. There were batteries that were small and you wouldn't get the ranges that you were looking for. Well, technology is, has advanced and now you're starting to get more choice of vehicles with larger battery packs that right off the chute will give you more range. You know, we're talking 300 miles on a crossover vehicle like a Blazer or a Lyric or all the way up to 450 miles on a Silverado work truck. Those are ranges now where I would feel very comfortable being able to take that on a longer road trip and be able to get there on a single charge. Now, we know that there are power users who are probably going to go through that 300 miles pretty quickly. Well, what we want to do is make charging on the go super easy for a customer. And every one of our customers has the ability to do that through their My Chevrolet, My Cadillac app, and have access to over 164,000 chargers across the United States and Canada, where they could route their way to and make sure that they have a charger waiting for them to refuel along their road trip. Beyond that, there's also us investing in new public charging solutions. So we partnered with EVgo to build out fast charging in metro areas, and then the pilot company on top of EVgo to build out a coast-to-coast -coast charging network to give you even more comfort that you can get from Los Angeles to San Francisco and not have to worry about your charge. And we are moving toward a, a common standard right, for the charging port. Correct. So the vehicles we previously had out there utilize the CCS port. We recently announced that we'll be moving to the North American charging standard. And with that, it'll allow our customers to have a seamless experience, but also open up an extra 12,000 more chargers early next year that they can utilize to charge their vehicle and have the comfort that more chargers will be available to them. There are some people who worry about bad weather. Okay, if it's pouring rain out there, isn't it dangerous? This is electricity after all, right? Yeah, and yet another myth. <laughs> An electric vehicle is safe, if not safer than an internal combustion engine vehicle for you to be able to charge in the rain, charge in the snow. Uh, I can tell you right now, it's the, the rainy Michigan day outside and my bolts sitting in my driveway charging outside. Terrific. Well, there's also the issue, I mean, and the automobile industry has sold this for decades, that that vroom vroom sound and the, and the the muscle in the in the car. It's, it's just fun to drive. Um, that's been a big selling point uh, in Madison Avenue for, for all these years. And they think EVs aren't so much fun. Yeah, so there will always be a customer that, you know, wants that muscle car, wants that loud, uh, loud noise. But the, the big difference between an EV is the absolute silence. And when you, when you get used to it, you're going to actually enjoy it. I can give you one great example. I get up early in the morning and back to those cold Michigan mornings, I like to use a remote start in my car. When you've got a big V8, you wake up the entire neighborhood remote starting that vehicle. On an EV, I remote start it, it warms up, and I'm good to go. Finally, uh, 
Derek, what's your perception? Are we? I mean, you, you read the stories that EVs aren't uh, catching on as quickly as 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 the, they were hoped to. Uh, the administration certainly uh, in Washington has put a big push behind it, but there seems to be some hesitation. Is that an, an accurate perception? I wouldn't say so. Um, I think EVs have been steadily climbing in terms of growth. If you look at this year alone, month over month, EV sales as a total percentage of the industry have continued to climb, maybe at a slower rate than some of the forecasters have expected. But you got to understand, there's also a bunch of economic headwinds that are out there that could be slowing down the growth. So we see growth continuing for electric vehicles as more and more people are educated and realize that, hey, an electric vehicle might not that be a large step for me. It's something well within my grasp. And we've actually developed tools to help educate customers who are kind of on the fence and, you know, maybe see an electric vehicle in their neighbor's house, EV Live, evlive.gm.com is a virtual resource that we've built to help customers understand more about electric vehicles, to ask the questions about the basics. Is an EV right for me? How do I get charging set up in my home? Or back to how do I find those chargers out in public? You've got EV specialists waiting to answer your questions throughout the day and accessible to anyone. So it's a great tool. If you haven't tried it out, I definitely uh, love you to, to take a chance and go to evlive.gm.com. Free, right? I mean, no chance involved. <laughs> Again, the oh, yeah. site evlive.gm.com. Derek Sequera, thank you so much for spending time with us. Hey, thanks for having me, Fred.